Bonfire Babel recognizes that we live and record on the traditional lands of the Duwamish tribe. We honor their past and present stewardship of this beautiful land and the life-giving energy they provide. To learn more about the Duwamish people and real rent, please see the links in our show notes. Welcome to Bonfire Babble, exploring magic with two modern witches. I'm Corey. And I'm Detta. Welcome to our very first episode. Yay. Yay. Hey, Corey. Yes, Detta. Before we go into our planned episode, I- I'm wondering, one, who are we a little bit? And I ask myself that every day. <laughs> <laughs> we're diving deep and we're doing it fast. Why are we here? What are we? Who oh are we? Oh my gosh, who? What? <laughs> and, and why are we doing this podcast? I know that why I'm doing this podcast, Detta, is that you asked me to. <laughs> and ask and you shall receive. <laughs> and you, I love you and Aww. I trust you. And I admire you very, very much. Oh, Shash. So when you said, do you want to do a project with me? It literally could have been anything. And I would have been like, yes. So I'm very excited to be here. Also, I love magic. I love history. Yeah. And I love how history shapes the now and how right now we're shaping our future. And that is why I'm excited to be here. I love that. And I love everything about you. I have to say, I've been thinking about getting further out of the broom closet. Not that I'm not out of the broom closet. I'm way out. But I... I don't think there's a closet that you're still in. (laughs) No, no, I don't think so either. I'm out of all of them. So I wanted to do this because the witch community is an amazing community. And I think there's power in numbers, and I think we all have important things to add to the conversation. I wanted to share what I was learning from my journey, from my discussions with the goddess, from my discussions with other witches, and my readings, and my meditations. And on one of those meditations, and one of those communions with the goddess during a spellcasting celebration of the full moon, I just got this really clear image of Corey in my head as I was working. And the idea of this podcast came, and I will say I do not think the idea came from me, but I'm so glad it was given to me, and I'm so glad that we are working together. And it didn't hurt that I absolutely adore you. And our paths are different. So different. I I actually, yeah, I have only been practicing for a a little handful of years, like four, four or five uh, only two, like really seriously, and you've been practicing for longer than that. Yeah, since I, I dedicated myself, I started my year and my day in 1998, and then um, dedicated myself in 1999. Yeah. yeah, so been doing this a little bit when you were just a wee little thing. I was thing. only ten. Yeah, <laughs> so so yeah, so that's that's what got us here. That we just really felt like now is the time to be 
sharing this journey and we do not claim to be experts in anything yeah maybe our own no not even our own past I'm not even gonna I'm gonna claim that I still go oh that was a stumble and that was an awesomeness um and I'm the kind of person that still occasionally forgets to ground their power at the end of stuff and wonders why they're dizzy for the next day we have all done that all done that (laughs) nothing like forgetting to close out your circle am I right witches Mm -hmm. (laughs) so and if you don't have a clue what we're talking about you'll find out keep listening to the podcast and we also want to share other people who've been influencing us uh, other authors and other witches and instagrammers and podcasters that have been influencing us and then also goddesses and gods if that happens to be that's in that's in my path I don't know how much that's in Corey's path we'll find out oh we will yeah we'll keep talking about that so yeah and I am a witch and I also practice wicca and I'm very much eclectic, uh, sort of punk rock style. I just grab the things that make me happy and smush them all together yeah. into one big weird quilt. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're brand new to this, we hope to give you a lot of information. But if you're not and you're looking for more advanced stuff, we're going to do that too. But this first episode, uh, we're going to talk first. We're going to start with the history of which and where the word came from and then ask some questions to each other about our path so you know who we are and what we think of some really broad topics from a personal point of view but if you want to get more specific right away our second episode is going to drop within 24 hours and we start with the wheel of the year and you can just jump to that one if you want to clarify a tiny bit we're not getting into the history of witches (laughs) oh sorry today um she said that, and my heart went huh, like up into my throat. I was like, I'm not prepared. I'd like your dissertation now. Oh, God. But we're going to be talking about the word witch, uh, so that people who maybe are wondering, am I a witch? Can I be a witch? What does that mean? Um, this is sort of a... <laughs> the Webster's Dictionary defines the word witch as... Um, But with just a little bit more context so that we can go from a real sort of cookie cutter basic Mm -hmm. shape and then we'll build off that shape when we talk about um, modern interpretations, our personal interpretations, that kind of thing. And by the way, the Webster Dictionary definition of which really pisses me off. So it's not cute, fam. No, no, it's It's not not cute. But I'm going to sound like I'm reading something because I am. (laughs) Just for a second here. So the history of the word witch is, the first definition, a woman thought to have magic powers, especially evil ones, popularly depicted as wearing a black cloak, guilty, and pointed hat, guilty, and flying on a broomstick. Um, Guilty. I mean, I mean, what? What? Uh, The second half of that is a follower or practitioner of Wicca or modern witchcraft. That one I give a little more grace because it's a little more inclusive. But the second definition is an ugly or unpleasant woman. Charming. And the third one is a girl or woman who is bewitchingly attractive. Hmm. Complicated. Mm -hmm. Um, What really draws my attention about that is we can cover all manner of women in these definitions and therefore easily categorize, potentially demonize, or idolize. But what's interesting is that the old origins of the word witch, Wicca, is actually male. Wicca, with an E, is feminine. And then Wiccan is uh, the verb. And it's really weird. It's a weird word that has weird history 
and no one is actually 100% sure where it comes from. Forgive our creaky chairs. You might hear them. Yeah, sorry. I was trying to... You might hear Here, them. Let's just get it out. But uh, this is this is quarantine times, baby. So we're just going to have to deal with a couple of things. That's my chair. Um, some say that witch is Germanic, comes from Wiccan or Wiccan with an O, um, which means sacred. But it also can mean to make mysterious gestures or weg, which means to wake the dead. So all manner of necromancy. Yeah. All manner of bewitching. There's witches in the Bible, uh, the Witch of Endor from Samuel. Um, there's a hag, which means field damager, which if you are like me and you watch Supernatural, you know that field damaging is very much like a witchcrafty type thing. Um, but the origins of the word itself are super mysterious, and we can't zoom in on them because there's no collective that has decided Mm-mm. that's the one word. And there's no one right way to be a witch, which yeah. we'll get into after the definitions. And it makes it really powerful, kind of, in its mysteriousness. Because it's like, ooh, what does that mean? What is that? But it also means that witches, um, because of the word witch, have been really vulnerable to demonization, to persecution, to just being isolated. Mm-hmm. Um, because any number of things could make you a witch. Right. What would be you... a reason to, you know, hang you, stone you, drown you. Light you on fire. Yeah. So that they can take your property. <laughs> well, but on that note, though. Yeah. What does the word witch mean to you? I would have to say, and I, it took me a long time to come to this. And it also took me a long time to say out loud, I am a witch because of all the baggage that came with it. I, uh, I grew up incredibly religious. My southern baptist but to me it means a healer and an empath and uh, though not all witches are empaths and it's it is mysterious and it is magical they're badasses and i strive to be a person who does not care what other people think and that's taken years and I, i'm usually there it's also really inclusive witches are women they're men they're non-binary they're trans although i do love the fact that we are i think i think for gaining rights we don't get to leave the word trans behind completely but i love that we in the community are starting to just say oh i am a woman i am a man because if you're trans and you are then you are it's just an r it's not a identify as it's not a preferred yeah i yeah. my preferred gender you know and i i get why we went through that transition but i'm so happy for the trans community that now we're growing past it yeah 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 and there's some badass witches out there heck and, yeah yeah so that's i think that's kind of what it means to me yeah how about you i mean i am fortunate enough that um my consideration for what other people think of me is weirdly specific and when it comes to myself as a witch it doesn't apply i don't care (laughs) i'm the person who loudly will talk about all kinds of personal things at parties that i probably shouldn't (laughs) um you want to talk about witchcraft you want to talk about being queer you want to talk about I don't know, menstruation? That's me, baby. (laughs) My corner's right over here. Bring your drink. (laughs) Bring your drink because you're trapped. But to me, what a witch means is is a person, like Detta said, any person um, who has a desire to be an active participant in the energy of the universe. A person who would like guide the energies around them towards 
greater good. And with that comes a real sense of humility, um, a sense of responsibility. Mm -hmm. And I think that the constant desire and drive to continue to learn, which I think is part of the reason why I'm here with Detta is because I know that we have so much to teach each other. And if there's things we need to learn, then maybe there's things other people that need to learn about Mm -hmm. it. Because you can be a witch with a big, fancy, permanent altar, and you can be a witch with ceremonial robes, and Mm -hmm. you can be a witch who draws a protective star in their coffee grounds in the morning and sprinkles cinnamon on it and is like, I did a spell. And sometimes we are all of those. I think what it just means is you are aware of the energy around you and that it doesn't just belong to you and that we have a right and a responsibility to like make it better mm-hmm. and use it. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a lot of stuff coming up. We can use that energy for Woof-da. hello. Welcome 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. 2020. Goodbye. Um, 2020. Yeah. We're over halfway through it, which blows my mind I know. apart. I know. But yeah, I think that witches sense that magic. Yeah. And it draws them in, which is like, perfect what drew what drew you in yeah so my origin story i, I kind of mentioned that i grew up she's absolutely a superhero you guys i i totally am no we all are <laughs> um everybody's a superhero but i do love origin stories like i said I, I grew up i grew up in the south in missouri in the ozarks and i grew up those um stories that you hear that you think aren't real about tent revivals and speaking in tongues and the healing the people and watching them walk Yeah, I lived that. I totally lived that until I was like seven or eight years old. And I spoke in tongues and I saw people speak in tongues until I was 12. And then my mom, after my dad died, we kind of moved away from that stuff. But yeah, really early on, lots of stories that we'll get into later. But the thing that I kept feeling like something else was out there that I just had no concept of. And I was born before the internet was a thing. (laughs) The internet became a thing when I was 18 or 19 or 20 or 22. And unless I'd gotten a hold of something, a book or something, or somebody had talked to me, it wasn't in my consciousness, but something was in my consciousness. Something was absolutely in my consciousness. I got in trouble once in fourth grade at camp, at church camp, because I said I didn't like the word woman. And I know this is a real thing. I said, I don't like that word because I am my own person and woman has the word man in it. And all of a sudden I'm a part of me. And oh man, did I get slapped down in a big sort of way. It's like, that's because you are, you came from Adam's rib and blah, blah, blah. I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> that reminds me, quick sidebar, of how angry I got when I learned what Mrs. Yeah. meant. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. I just was having none of it really early on, yeah. but nobody was guiding me. And then I found Alice Walker's book, Possessing the Secret of Joy. And it changed my life. It totally changed my life. It changed my life on a lot of levels. It changed my journey into becoming an anti-racist. And I'd grown up in a very racist family. And also um, coming into my own femaleness and and my own womanhood. And I'd already had a child (laughs) at the age of 19 when I had discovered this book. That began my journey of finding all things witchy and coming out. Yeah. And coming out in more ways than one. Yeah. Yeah. I then also found out I was a lesbian and eventually met the woman of my dreams who we've now been together 25 years. And yeah. 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 Just to be so clear, you've got a couple of queer witches here. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, you do. You do. <laughs> couple of couple of them. Yeah, I think it start it starts little whether you recognize it or not. Yeah. You know? Like you said, you knew there was something in yeah. your consciousness that that um was present yeah. and made you think differently than the people around you. I love that a lot of the witches that I follow uh, say, and you're rediscovering, you know, mm-hmm. you're not becoming, I mean, you are becoming, but, yeah. but, but I get the meaning behind that, yeah, that you're rediscovering, yeah. you're remembering who yeah. you are. So yeah. What about you? Well, I always was super attracted to magic when I was little, like fight me. Unicorns are real. <laughs> um, and I believed in like leprechauns and, and the fae and I believed in phoenixes and manticores and mm. like all of that. I got very, like any queer millennial, I was very into Greek mythology when I was little, um, and very into like Egyptian mythology. It was very attractive to me, um, having grown up in like a casual church family. Like we went on Christmas and Easter or to see my aunt sing. Um, and I just kind of went to the church with whoever I was dating at the time. And uh, so the idea of magic to me was so much more appealing than anything that I was surrounded with. And I'm sure that I did things that if I looked at them now, I would be like, that was a spell or like that was a seance or that was something. But it happened for me over the course of a series of like really gentle realizations. The first of which having to do with like my main type of, of magic and craft, which is food. Mm. Um, I believe that you put into food magic and like intention and your heart, no matter what, whether you realize it or not. And so my thing is I like to feed people. And if you come over to my house, believe I'm going to feed you. <laughs> um, and if I come over to your house, believe I'm going to feed you. <laughs> I'm bringing a casserole. But the, the manipulation of energy and intention in food. And then I recently in the last five years or so became really obsessed with gardening and like channeling my energy into the dirt and like making things grow because it gave me this sense of, of like controlled chaos because like I can't make that plant grow but I can offer it all the love and space and nutrients that it needs to grow. Mm -hmm. And like the incredible fulfilling moment of that. But I think that the thing that really tipped me into serious practice was my mother, who is the coolest lady on the planet and my absolutely everything was like, hey, Corey, (laughs) when you walk into a room, you are absolutely in charge of the energy of that room which is something you might want to think about. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, dang, because she's right. Um, I'm and I'm very empathic and I um, not only can like pick up on the energy in a room, but I have a tendency to bring my energy in like a bulldozer and just like take it over. And that made me realize that I have a responsibility. I love that you keep saying that. I have a responsibility. Yeah, we do. We have a responsibility. My energy is enormous. Yeah. And you know what I really love about that, Corey, is like you can't take responsibility if you don't own your power. Yeah. And that there, there's what being a witch is like owning your power. Yeah. And you do that so well. I sure try. I have a tendency to, I'm very big. I'm big voice, big thoughts, big emotions. I feel everything at like an 11, which is super great sometimes and super exhausting at the same time. But it also means means that I have a tendency to monopolize conversation. I have a tendency to to impose my mood on those around me. And so my first real energetic work came with how can I moderate what I'm feeling so that I don't have an 
undesired effect on the people around me. People who don't want my mood. It is not fair of me to put it on them. As I got into my path working and, and meditation and, and got more in touch with like my body and the way that it works and like really understanding the things that it felt that helped me immensely in like mm. managing the energy that I put out. Wow. And that was sort of my first magical leanings. Wow. Yeah. And what are you currently exploring right now? Oh my goodness. Um, Is there anything new that's just really grabbed you? Well, I used to have no green thumb at all. And now I have approximately, and I don't want to be hyperbolic, but a thousand gajillion houseplants. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> I have so many houseplants. And I, this morning, I actually just this morning planted a couple of propagations that I had made for one of my plants. And so that's pretty fun, but. That's pretty advanced. Um, it's, it's new. I used to be able to kill a cactus. I killed bamboo once. That was really upsetting. <laughs> But, uh, wait, you did not kill I did. bamboo. I did. Yeah, I absolutely did. Uh, it's a college me was a mess. Um, but I definitely could just kill any plant. And I just, a couple days ago, planted a whole new succulent garden. And I'm just like trying to put all my energy into growing things and making things beautiful because right now so much is hard and not beautiful. Oh, yeah. If you're listening to this in the future, it is 2020 and we are in the middle of a pandemic. And uh, another civil rights movement. Yep. That never truly ended, but is getting louder right now, which is good, but also heavy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that's the time context for where we are right now. And if you're listening in real time, you're like, duh. I know. (laughs) Yeah. And so we'll move on. But. Um, but there are resources on our website for BIPOC and queer and all that good kind of stuff. Yes. And I, I do believe that uh, spiritualism is activism. And so I hope you join us on that. We'll have a list of those at the end yeah. and also on our website yeah. slash our Instagram. Yeah. Um, what is something new I'm exploring? Uh, I recently had, <laughs> this was nuts. I recently had a, uh, a appointment, visit, I don't know, with my friend who did a light language transmission. And that blew my mind apart. I, it just blew my mind apart. Like, she saw my light body. She saw my ancestors. She saw my spirit lineage. She saw so just it was wild and it was this incredible energetic experience that at the time felt incredible but not only that felt left me feeling very very inspired so I've been doing a lot of research about Hawthor and Thoth and the Akashic Records and so cool all kinds of really cool stuff um and I the more I dig we'll get into this when we do an episode about deities um but the more I dig, the more I realize that Hathor and and Thoth and all of that are also, they demonstrate a lot of the fe- features? No. Characteristics? Yeah. Properties? Properties, characteristics? Sure. sure. Yeah, of, I like that. Um, of other deities that I had been, I had been uh, like, 
called to and directed mm. towards. And so it makes a lot of sense, which is really fun how everything's all connected. I happen to be a yoga teacher. And one of the first things we learn is that uh, yoga means union and that everything is connected. And the more I grow and get older, the more I realize everything is connected to each other. Um, so no matter across all cultures, across all the world, geography, everything, like you're going to find vast differences, but like super similarities that are going to blow your mind apart when you realize just how connected everything yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Through the, through the human experience. Da, 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 da. What about you? What are you working on lately? I'm going deeper with some of my green kitchen witchery stuff as well, which is, I love. I've always loved herbs and had a connection with them, which a lot of witches do. And I'm also deepening my relationship with the Morgan. And I started studying with the Irish Pagan School remotely with Laura O'Brien. I think she's wonderful. So much of it so far has luckily, thank goodness, been, oh yeah, I could have trusted that I'm on the right track. And there's some new stuff as well, which also, all of it feels great. I just love her courses. And the other stuff that I'm learning about that is not my cultural lineage is hoodoo. I have so much respect for that craft. I probably won't incorporate it because it's not my lineage or my place, but I love it and I love learning about it. And I follow Juliet Diaz on Instagram and I'm reading her books. They are wonderful. I really recommend them. So I'm deepening some stuff and discovering some new stuff. I think that's so awesome because I think it's so important to, even though you know that, I guess, to simplify, there are some things that aren't aren't for you. Yeah. You know, they're like, yeah. that's not for me. I'm never going to do voodoo because it's not for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like handed down and you can't just, mm-hmm. anyway, that's mm-hmm. a whole other conversation. And but voodoo and hoodoo are completely they're separate. They're very separate. Yeah. Yep. And I think that, but I think that it's so important to be constantly expanding your sphere of, of, um, familiarity yeah because then you know which paths are truly for you and which paths aren't and like we're gonna make mistakes and and it's so important to continue to expand your knowledge base so that you make less of them but also can make more informed decisions about your own path yeah and also so you know who's talking to you when you're doing your work and you've got someone or something show up and you go, I think I recognize that. And so you can be more aware of who's talking to you on this plane because yeah. there are oh, going to be yeah, people too. who write books or say things and they're going to say, this is the way, this is the truth, this is the whatever. And you want to be able to know, is it the truth? Is it the way? Or is it just this person's way? Or is there agenda or ego or yeah. whatever the more you know the more you know <laughs> shooting star <laughs> the more you know the 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 better off the safer you are yeah. and the more honest and and real you can be you've been practicing for a long time what is something that you wish that someone had told you or taught you or that you had known when you were just getting started that would have made it more welcoming easier more powerful that you're not going to die if you screw up a spell. <laughs> oh, we were talking about this before the podcast. 
Muy so, importante. Muy importante. Paralyzing yourself. I'm not going to do anything because what if I screw up? All that perfectionist stuff. Just do it. It can be messy and know how to get yourself out of it. Because um, if you don't. Do your research about how to break something or stop something and try to stop the energy. But sometimes you just got to ride the wave. Like if you don't close your circle or something like that. Or if you don't cut a door to walk to out your and circle? get something and then you walk back in oh you're gonna mess up some mojo stuff there and so that kind of stuff but I also um I'm, I'm just now exploring I'm tiptoeing into curiosity about covens and I'm not sold on it by any stretch of the imagination I love being a solitary but you know finding you and finding a couple of other people that we know that are witches that we didn't know were witches that's like Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, maybe, yeah. What does that look like? And so combining energies, I think we've got a lot of work to do before November. And on this plane and on other planes. And so just that community, that sense of community, I really, really like it. So that's kind of what I wish is that covens aren't bad and scary, but they're also not the be all end all. Yeah. yeah. And to that, I think also I, I have absolutely no desire to find a coven that's not to say that coven work isn't amazing and beautiful Mm -hmm. and that you can't find a powerful coven that like fits you beautifully that's just not something I'm interested in at least at this point in my life but to find a couple of other solitaries like Detta and a couple of other friends of mine who are like hey do you want to get together and like do not work or hey do you want to get together and cook when we still could (laughs) or like hey do you want to like be a part of the spell I'm doing from your house on this night and just like have friends who aren't your coven but are your like magic family I think that that's so important because you can go it alone and I have been for a long time um but I don't feel like I'm giving up any of my autonomy or like decision making by having this group and hopefully if you get anything out of this podcast moving forward or have so far um know that we may not be your coven but we can be here for you as a source of information or support or just like a feeling of connectedness or to point you in the right direction yeah because there's so much stuff you have to discover on your own there's so much yeah and yeah because you get tempted to like ask a lot of questions when google is out there but yeah. at the same time google is out there and it can be overwhelming yeah. and there's always <laughs> the chance that when it comes to your discoveries and your your choices um i know for me that it happens randomly and like with weird associations like i'll hear a word that you'll say or that I'll just hear out in the world and I am get immediately triggered is the wrong word but like a little like a little mailbox flag goes up in my mm. head that's like remember that look look for it yeah um and so if anything we can be an amalgam of of potential inspiration for you because I think that when I was getting started what I just wish somebody had told me was as long as you're being honest and as long as you're in it with good intentions and like honest intentions, you can't do it wrong. Like you, you, as long as you make yourself, you avail yourself of as much knowledge as you can. Mm -hmm. Um, and you endeavor to harm none and you come into it with a sense of vulnerability and honesty. You can't really go wrong. Yeah. And intention is everything it's everything yeah and we get really 
caught up in oh this crystal and that amulet and, and don't this twist it. I love and, crystals. So yeah, oh yeah, oh no, I love all the fun. Yeah. I love it all. I love it all. But you can also just like you said, you can stir your coffee grounds and you've got a spell. You yeah. can walk outside and spit in the dirt. I made you know? a macrame yeah. plant hanger and I yeah. worked spell work into the knots. It's intent. Intention is everything. Yeah. So yeah, and our intention. I think I speak for both of us with this podcast is just mm-hmm. to help ourselves and anyone who needs it to grow. Yeah. However that means for you. So come on this journey with us. Heck yeah. We're glad you found us and we hope you stick around and come back for the next one. Next week, we're going to be talking about the wheel of the year. What do you say we send out a couple sparks? What are you reading? What are you listening to right now? Gosh, I kind of, I guess I did that in... In it un, unintentionally. Let's officially. Yeah. yeah. So officially, Laura O'Brien, if you check out her YouTube channel, if you're drawn at all to Irish lore and the Morgan, she's a really great resource. Really, really wonderful. And Juliet Diaz right now. Yeah. She's kind of my my heart right now. We'll, so. put, links. we'll put links to those yeah. too. Um, I am now also listening to Juliet Diaz because Detta recommended it and she's wonderful. Uh, her Insta is, is very mm-hmm. compelling and interesting and you just kind of mm-hmm. start scrolling and then you can't stop, which is mm-hmm. fun. Um, and I'm currently two thirds, almost three quarters of the way through with, uh, Waking the Witch by Pam Grossman, which has been after reading two books that were written by men about like the, the practical of witchcraft um, with a more Wiccan tilt, which I don't know if I am. That's another episode we're going to do oh, yeah. is Wiccan versus witch. It's You can be one or the other or both. Um, spoilers. Reading a book by a woman who um, is very, very current and contemporary and has such a history of the practice, um, it's an incredible book. I have already learned so many amazing things, different artists, different histories, different, all kinds of different stuff. I highly recommend this book. We look forward to seeing you next week, or at least you hearing us, uh, to talk about the Wheel of the Year, where we will break down some of the Sabbaths, all the different powerful points of the year where you can do your energetic work on a little more formal i suppose scale or even your own quiet little celebration whatever that means for you we will go into all the fun of the wheel of the year next week so until next time be well harm none and don't forget you you are are magic thanks for listening to bonfire babble if you liked us please hit that subscribe button and if you are so inclined go ahead and give us a rating and let your friends know You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Bonfire Babble. Check out our show notes for the links, and thanks for joining us.